welcome back to a new episode of Let's Get Into It. If you're new here, hello, I'm Bree. I'm an online business strategist, blogger, online course creator, and the host of this podcast. And before we get rolling on today's episode, I know you guys are super excited to hear about social proof and client testimonials and all of that good stuff. Do me a quick favor and hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on, and that way you can get notified whenever I drop a new episode. And while you're at it, take another like two seconds (laughs) and leave a star rating on that platform. Leave a little review. If there's anything of value in these podcasts, let me know in your reviews because it really helps me create content that you guys are actually enjoying and it just helps so much. So here in the States, well, I guess not every state, but like most of the states in America, we had a time change on Sunday, which means that we went back an hour. So like when it's 8 p.m., your body's telling you it's 9 p.m., <laughs> Um, which is really great in the morning, but then by evening time, I'm kind of exhausted. Like I start my day, I'm like, oh, I have so much, I feel like I'm getting so much done. But then like 7 p.m. rolls around and I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired. And I've been like hungry at weird times, like not that hungry for breakfast. And then 1130 rolls around and I'm like, food, must eat food. Like I'm so hungry. And I've traveled a lot a lot like pretty extensively and I've been in like the 18 hour time zone difference and I'm usually chill like I feel like I my body handles jet lag really well but like this one (laughs) hour is so (laughs) disturbing to me like I just I can't get into a rhythm I'm kind of today's Thursday when I'm recording this so it'll almost be a week and I kind of feel like my body's there but I'm not 100% there please tell me if you're in the states or if your country does time changes like we do am I the only one who struggles <laughs> I can really feel like it's it's tough um anyway I want to tell you guys about this really cool experience that I had earlier this week. So I went to get some Froyo, some frozen yogurt. Um, Well, it wasn't really yogurt. It was like, what is it called? Sorbet, (laughs) because I can't have dairy. But like, I love the idea of like being able to put my own toppings on it. I don't know. It was really good. Um, And this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, are you Brie? And I didn't know what to say. (laughs) So I was like, um, I think so. (laughs) Like, yes, I know who I am. But I was like, just I didn't know what he wanted. And he was like, I love your podcast, which was so I love that. Like, it was just a really surreal moment for me. And then his girlfriend came up behind him. And, you know, it's like always a little tricky with the girlfriend situation because you never know if they're going to be cool or not. But she was super nice and she was so cool. And she was like, my boyfriend listens to your podcast all the time in the car, in the shower. She's like, I feel like I know you. (laughs) So it was a really cool experience. And I ended up paying for their Froyo because I didn't know what else to do. I was so I was like, what do I do? Do we take a picture? Do I sign your hat? Like, I just didn't. I was so overwhelmed. And I don't even I think I got actual frozen yogurt. Like, I'm 
kind of awkward in these situations. If you guys ever see me out, please come say hi, and I will try to not be super awkward and all over the place, but maybe I'll buy your froyo or coffee or scone or whatever. I thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, and if you guys see me out, like I said, just come say hi. Um, but speaking of when this guy came up to me, like he was the last person that I would think would be listening to my podcast because like, if you haven't noticed, my branding is pretty girly, pretty feminine. It's a lot of pink. It's a lot of mobs. And so this kind of made me want to look at my podcast analytics. And so we were looking at them, um, like later that week and the demographic for this podcast is 60% men which is so cool to me like I love that I'm not gonna change my super pink branding but like thank you guys literally guys for supporting the podcast and being secure enough in your masculinity that they listen to me. So thank you. I really appreciate that. And if you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out. You really are. First of all, I am posting on my Instagram stories some premium grade A grass-fed content. (laughs) I just described beef. (laughs) Premium grade A content. Um, It's really some of my best work, really. Like, if this, you know, whole podcasting situation ever fails, I might consider doing stand-up comedy. I'm just kidding. I think I get some laughs. Um, But this episode was actually part of a poll that I ran two weeks ago where I had everyone vote on the podcast that they wanted me to record. So one was my daily routine schedule, how I get things done. The second one was this week's episode. So like today's episode where I asked if you guys wanted to know how to get social proof and client testimonials when you're just starting out. So last Friday, I posted the top voted option, which was the daily routine. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back two episodes. I think it's episode 109. I really love this idea of you guys being more interactive with the content and having a voice. So I, so that's something that I really want you guys to participate in. If you're following me on Instagram at living Breely, I'm going to most likely be posting more polls. I have some ideas for the next poll that I want to do for the next two Friday podcasts. So definitely go follow me on Instagram at living Breely. So that way you can participate in the polls and get to listen to questions and answers and all of that good stuff. Okay, so now what you really came here for, how to get social proof, client testimonials when you're just starting out. And I feel like before I get dive into this, I want to talk about what social proof is. Um, I'm sure we already, we all can kind of presume by the term client testimonial what that is. Um, But social proof is, by definition, I'm going to pull out my Webster's Dictionary here. Social proof is a psychological phenomenon where people conform to the actions of others under the assumption that those actions are reflected of the correct behavior. 
Um, that sounds a little manipulative, actually, that definition. Basically, like, how I think of social proof is, and this is how it works on me. Like, I don't think there's anyone who is above social proof. Um, I know I have taken courses in the past based on people in my niche or people that I know are friends with or, like, we're in the same circle and I see that they've taken a course and they've gotten really great results with it. I am, I mean, I don't know the exact percentage, but I am like 89% more likely to take that course because I see that other people have been successful with it. And client testimonials are great as well because it is a past previous client or user of your product that is literally testifying that your product or your service works really great. And I think it's important for people to see that. And so there's actually studies that have shown that 92% of online consumers look at a product review prior to making a purchase. I mean, I am on Amazon. Like, you have to think about your own use of the internet, too. Like, if you've ever bought anything on Amazon, don't you look at the rating? Don't you look at the reviews? Like, if something has horrible reviews, you're probably not going to buy it. Or if you utilize Yelp and you're looking for a restaurant, like, you've and you look at the reviews and you see, oh my god, someone found a piece of hair in their food 25 times, like, you're probably not going to want to go to that joint. Or if you see that they have the best tiramisu, you're maybe like, you know, my grandma loves tiramisu. Let's take her there for her birthday dinner. You know, like you kind of have to think about your own behaviors because you're not alone in this. More than likely, your ideal customer, your ideal client is utilizing those same type of behaviors. So more telling is the fact that product reviews are 12 times more trusted than product descriptions and sales copies from manufacturers. And I believe this. I mean, I don't remember the last time that I really read a product description or sales copy. I really look at the client testimonials and what the results are. Or if I'm looking at Amazon perfect example, I just bought an ice roller for my face. And there was like 90 billion options on Amazon. Okay, not 90 billion, but there were quite a few options on Amazon. And I actually went with one that had a lower star rating. I didn't even read the product description, but I read the reviews. And there was like, 10 reviews in a row that were like, this helps so much if you like wake up with like puffy eyes or your face feels swollen or you have a sinus headache, which the sinus headache thing for me, I get really bad sinus headaches, especially this time of year. So when I saw that, I was like, yep, that's the one. Like there was nothing in the product description that says like helps with your sinus and your sinus headaches. Like there was none of that. It was actually in someone's review. And you're probably like, this is all great, Brie, but how do I get the social proof? How do I get client testimonials? I haven't had anyone sign up for my course or sign on as a client. And before I tell you how to do these things, how to get social proof, get client testimonials when you are just starting out, let me remind you that this is not a time to fake testimonials or forge them. I've heard of people using all different smoke and mirrors and tips and tricks 
to Photoshop or send themselves reviews written by themselves or creating fake profiles or Photoshopping dollar amounts on their bank account. Like people will go to extreme. And this is not what I'm going to teach you as a business owner and just as a human being. I really value honesty and transparency. And I believe that we have an obligation to be truthful and forthcoming with with information. And when you lose your audience or your community's trust, you're in hot water. Even if you think no one will notice they will. Even when you think it doesn't matter, it does. So please do not be the person who's on the internet forging that you made $20,000 in two weeks or, you know, writing up fake reviews and posting them on your website and they're really just you. Like, it's just, it's not good. It's not ethical. It doesn't... Like, you can't feel good if you're doing that, you know? Like, I think if you create a really great product or a great service, you don't need to write fake reviews. You can go and get the real thing. So I'm going to teach you to how to do that, and I'm going to keep it really simple. So number one, if you have had a mentor or a boss who has helped you in your specific niche, ask them to write you a testimonial or reference. So let's say you have been working as an assistant to a smoothie business and now you're like, you know, I've been really inspired by this business and I want to start my own thing selling meal plans. And you just need to ask whoever your manager is or your boss is. And this can go one or two ways. Maybe you're like, this one doesn't apply to me because like my boss would fire me or my boss would do this for me. Just hang tight. We'll get to another option. But some of the mentors that I had working in corporate America would ask me to write my own reference letter for myself. And then they would sign it and they would like fill in the blank parts of like whatever I left open-ended. So I wasn't necessarily writing a fake review, but it was something that, I mean, this is pretty easy. It's like a template and then they would just fill it in um, with their own adjectives to describe my wonderful and charismatic personality. (laughs) So I also think including some templates when asking a mentor, previous professor or someone else, like, Anyone who could potentially have a voice in your character, um, include templates when asking so that the services or products you want highlighted are in those templates. And plus, if it's super easy for them to just plug in some information, like I was saying, adjectives or terms or things like that, then they're more likely to say yes because you're making it so easy for them. Um, The second one is pretty simple. You just need to ask people. So I'm not big on giving products or services or especially your time away for free. However, if you're an Instagram coach and you help women get more exposure on Instagram, reach out to some of the ladies on Instagram that are in your niche or that you feel like you can help or your ideal client and offer to do a free audit on their profile 
or how to get them 10 more followers and by the next week or something small. So this should take you less than 30 minutes in exchange for a testimonial. It shouldn't be like this thing where you're working with them for five weeks for free for them to write you a testimonial. Like make it short, make it snappy, give them a something that is a quick result um, in exchange for that testimonial or that referral. And if like if you're a health coach, offer a free 15-minute call or a guidebook in exchange for a testimonial or a client like social proof thing. If you want to give them, you know, a guidebook or something, something small that's not going to take you too much time to create. Again, I think testimonials are so, so important, but I don't want people going out there being like, I have to give away free things in order to get client testimonials. That's not what I'm saying here. Give them You want to give them a small result, not the entire solution to their problem, Um, something small that they can really attest to your product or service for moving them forward. And be fair warned, some people will will be so enthusiastic and they'll take you up on this free offer in exchange for a review. And then you give them you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes of your time, give them the workbook, and they just won't write you a review. Um, This happens, and if it happens to you, just move on. Don't spend time and effort hunting them down, being like, I gave you a free service. Like, they don't, they actually don't owe you shit. (laughs) Um, Like, no one owes you anything in life. That's, like, always been my philosophy. So don't spend the time. Don't make it a dramatic thing. Because the, the type of people who are like who are gonna ghost you and take their shit for free, take your shit for free and then move on, are probably not people that you would want to write a review or testimonial for you to begin with. Like they're probably not going to be someone who's very reputable. They're not gonna write you a good review. Like it might be like it was great. <laughs> like you're like that's not anything constructive or is going to tell anyone else that I can actually get them results. So um, definitely don't make it a big deal. Just keep moving on. Keep finding other people. Um, Again, I think like once you get a certain amount, I would say maybe like five to ten people. Like I don't think you need to. This doesn't need to be an ongoing thing. Um, And also just always ask like any once you start getting clients, once you start having people enrolled in your course and you're seeing that someone's making progress, don't be afraid to ask them. The third thing is you can offer a discount on a product or service if they write a review. So you'll give them like 10 bucks off or 5% off their next order. Something that really incentivizes them to write a review or testimonial. So I've seen this a lot with e-commerce stores. I know for myself when I've bought in products like multiple times, they will send me an email being like, hey, if you want 20% off your next order. Um, write a review and screenshot it. I've even gotten free products because I've written a review and I send in the review and they'll like email me or they'll email me. They'll send me 
free product um, for me to try, like courtesy for my review. So there's definitely a lot of different things. I think those are the three big ones. So again, I would ask a mentor or a boss or a coach or someone who was some type of authority or mentor figure to you, ask them to write you a reference. Um, Number two was just ask, start reaching out to people that are your ideal clients and offering them something small in exchange for a testimonial. And the third one is offering a discount on a product or service that incentivizes them to write or leave a review or testimonial. So I hope that was helpful for you. I've totally been there when you're just starting out and it feels like you're never going to get any clients and let alone client testimonials, but you just cannot be afraid to ask people. They might say no. They might be like, no thanks. Like, or you know what? I really didn't get anything out of this. And that's all just really good feedback. And that's cool. You don't want people giving your brand social proof when it's not genuine. So get used to hearing no and don't let it derail you from providing value to the folks who you actually need to provide the value for. So just keep trying, keep listening to their feedback and keep going. That's all that there is. There's no magic trick to success, you guys. It's just, you just have to keep going. Um, I will see you guys next week for a new episode. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you later. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you, mean it. Bye. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.